Hello and welcome to episode 126 of the Your Time to Grow podcast. Today I want to talk to you about New Year's resolutions. So when the ball drops at midnight, the New Year's resolutions begin in earnest. Some people resolve to focus more on their health, whilst others vow to make strides in their careers. And although we go into the new year with the best intentions to make good on these goals, it doesn't take long for people to give up on their New Year's resolution or forget about it entirely. The thought process goes something like this. Blimey, it's New Year's already. I better set some resolutions. Right, what didn't I achieve last year? Okay, new year, new me. Let's try this again. Then a few weeks later, ugh, this isn't working. I don't want to or I can't do that thing that I said I'd do today. I know, I'll try again tomorrow. Then a couple of days might go past, maybe a couple of weeks, and it's like, oh, I don't even know why I bother. I'm such a failure. Now, I hate New Year's resolutions because they're so often filled with restrictions and should goals. You know, the goals that we feel we should do. But these kinds of goals don't fill us with excitement or confidence. In fact, it's often the opposite. And anyway, who says you have to set goals in January? Why? Does it feel so difficult to stay focused? Why do people even make New Year's resolutions if they're not going to last? The interesting thing is that setting no New Year's resolutions is actually the most reliable way to achieve your goals for the upcoming year. And there's a number of reasons. Uh, One common one is your goal setting strategy. So how you make and follow through on the outcomes you want is a long term process, not a short term once a year resolution. And when you shift your mindset from making New Year's resolutions to creating lasting change throughout your whole life, you'll accomplish more than you ever thought possible. But there's also some emotional reasons that people don't achieve their New Year's resolution. The first is they don't set goals that are meaningful to them. The second is that they're worded negatively. And the third is they aren't ready. This is because what feels like what should be an easy decision to get fit and healthy actually feels like it'll take more effort as you have to chuck out all the Christmas chocolates or maybe you binge on them like, you know, somebody I know might do, i.e. me. Um, Drink more, move more. And, you know, in our minds, when we go on a diet, we're often like, oh, rabbit food, rather than seeing it as a nutritious way to nourish our body. And that's just the practical stuff. Then there's all the emotional aspects of all the doubts about your skills, your motivation, your determination, your ability to get it done. And maybe you have other people telling you that you'll never achieve it, that the goal's too challenging. Maybe you don't believe it yourself. And it's really common to lose motivation when it comes to reaching your goals, especially when you're already juggling a huge mental load. So why do people even make New Year's resolutions? So New Year's Eve has become more than just a holiday for many of us. We look at New Year's Eve not only as a celebration of the year, but a chance for a fresh start. That's why we create resolutions. We all have parts of our lives we want to change, and our resolutions are sincere when we set them. Yet we so often make resolutions in the spirit of celebration, with no real thought into what it will actually take to achieve them. And resolutions can be used to identify what we're unhappy with, but we often don't think more deeply about the real reasons we're feeling unhappy or unfulfilled. That's why 
a few days, weeks or, you know, months into the new year, we give up asking ourselves, well, you know, what's the point of a New Year's resolution anyway? We feel terrible about our lack of progress and we might even turn to self-sabotaging behaviour. So why am I encouraging you to ditch the New Year's resolutions? Well, simply because they don't work. I did some research into this and the stats are quite um, wild, Uh, but on average, 19% of people achieve their goals when they set New Year's resolution, 19%. And that's of the like 40 odd percent of people who even set them in the first place. And it's in that moment, whether you've set news resolutions or just your general goals but it's in that moment when you realize you haven't met your goal or you're not going to reach your goal it sucks and I want you to just take a minute to think about how many times you've made a news resolution and then which of your resolutions did you actually achieve so many news resolutions fail because we're merely looking for a new experience and we haven't truly committed to the change and do you know what it leaves you feeling like a failure Well, that's what it was like for me. But what if it wasn't your fault? What if the goal wasn't the right one for you? What if you could set a goal that was so meaningful to you that you, uh, that taking action felt effortless? How would achieving that goal feel? I'm just going to say that again because I fluffed it. (laughs) What if you could set a goal that was so meaningful to you that taking action felt effortless? How would achieving that goal feel? That sounds good better, doesn't it? The truth is that most of our resolutions aren't just a matter of doing something once or twice. Transforming your life requires deep self-reflection, overcoming your limiting beliefs and building new habits. The best New Year's resolutions are about setting goals and making a dedicated plan to achieve them. Now, for most people, the new year involves making a list of all the things they want to do over the, the coming 12 months, the coming year. And many people choose to stop a certain, usually bad, activity. Some start something new, vow to find a new job or look for opportunities in their current one. But I want to start a no resolution revolution. Welcome to the resolution rebels. So about 10 years ago, I came across the idea of saying no to New Year's resolutions and instead only choosing positive changing, adding to my life instead of taking away or eliminating altogether. So here are some of the things that I've wanted to change over the years. So living more in the present, carrying out random acts of kindness, celebrating my successes, filling my cup, listening more in order to help others feel heard. And looking back over the years, I've achieved these positive changes and a few more. There's definitely a regular theme of Charlie, you cannot pour from an empty cup. <laughs> that is probably going to be a lifelong lesson for me, if I'm honest. Um And the one I found most life changing has probably been the theme of embracing everything, literally from family and friends to figuratively, i.e. the fears and opportunities that I've embraced. And I've also found the importance of self-care, being flexible, asking for help and receiving that support from the people who love me. So are there any useful New Year's resolutions? Well, before we answer that, we have to look at the difference between a resolution and a goal. So a resolution is usually a decision uh, to not do a specific behaviour. So, for example, you know, not eating ice cream just before you brush your teeth. Um, A goal is a series of calculated steps designed to help you achieve the resolution, like starting a mindfulness meditation practice at bedtime. 
So it might be more straightforward to think of goals as the planned out process of achieving the resolution. In other words, the resolution is your desired outcome while your goals are the steps you must take to accomplish it. Now, my issue with resolutions, as I've already said, is that they're often set negatively. So then the outcome becomes lose weight rather than the more positive um, approach of I want to uh, take small steps to become healthier. My other issue is the time that we set them. So I've already said that the reason, one of the reasons that most uh, resolutions fail is because we're not ready to set them. So we have this idea that we have to set them in January or, you know, the diet has to start on Monday, but actually it's setting it at a right time for you. I remember setting myself a challenge to write a poem a day and I thought of this challenge like mid-February and literally it was like the 13th of February and I was like, right, when am I going to start this? And there was a part of me that went, I'll start it in the new year or I'll start it, you know, at the end, at like the beginning of March because then it's a new month. And in the end, I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to start it now. I'm just going to start it on the 14th of February. And that's what I did. And for so a year from the 14th of February to the 14th of February, I wrote a poem a day and it was a lot of fun. I would recommend it. Um, so it's our goals that are the key to long term growth and success. And the secret to setting Compelling goals is knowing why you want what you want. So finding purpose and meaning in your goals and creating meaningful goals is what helps you stay inspired and motivated even when times get tough. So there are four ways, uh, four steps to, to think about this. So the first is commit to making a change. So change doesn't come easily. It can take months to build a new habit and yet we give up on our resolutions in just a few weeks. That's because we aren't willing to change our lifestyles and all the trendy resolutions in the world won't work unless you're in the mindset of creating a, two, a true change. Make the decision now that you're going to change some aspect of your life for the positive and then commit to making it happen. What do you want? Step two. Should you make news resolutions? Absolutely. If you want to, if you're thinking, well, Charlie, I like a news resolution. You go for it because that tells me that perhaps at the beginning of the year you are more ready than perhaps somebody else. But whenever you set your goals or your resolutions, whatever you want to call them, instead of just resolving to change a behaviour, write it down as well. So ideally on paper or in a journal. So writing something down in a physical notebook can help you remember it better later on. And getting crystal clear on what you want and having it documented is one of the best ways to get in the right state to achieve your goals. You'll be able to really focus in on that goal once you see it in front of you. I've already alluded to this, but step three is getting really clear on your why. So let's say your goal is promotion at work, but why do you want to learn more about your field? Do you want to ultimately make more money so you can better provide for your family or save more so you can achieve financial freedom? Understand not just the short-term outcome that you want, but the true purpose of your goal. When you understand why you want your goal, you will find a way to achieve it, even when things become more challenging. And if, as I am proposing, you don't set a news resolution, um, you remove that performance anxiety. You're free to make incremental changes whenever you want, however you want, that help you achieve your goal. And the fourth thing is to find certainty and take action. So it's absolutely fine to have no idea at all how you're going to accomplish your goal when you're starting out. 
But regardless of how far along you are in your plan to achieve your goal, you need to operate from a mindset of absolute belief and faith in yourself. And I would remind you that it's all about tiny, tiny, regular positive changes. You're going to forget. You're going to fail sometimes. But the intention is there and that's what brings us back. I've learned that over the years myself. Wanting to change or improve an aspect of your life because that's what you really want for yourself is an example of intrinsic motivation. So intrinsic motivation is a good thing because um, you know what you want, you're working to accomplish it and it's something that gives you joy. Pursuing something out of fear, shame or the intention of impressing others is not nearly as sustainable as pursuing something you know will truly enrich your life. Now I would encourage you to share the changes you wish to make with somebody else. If you want to share it with me, you can um, send a, a comment or a Q&A uh, to me on this podcast or um, you can give me a message through the website. And I would encourage you to frame them in a positive way. So, for example, I want to lose weight becomes I want to take small steps to become healthier. I want to reduce doom scrolling becomes I want to catch up with a friend once a week over coffee. I want to run a mile every day becomes I want to move my body daily in a way that is fun for me. So many people I speak to feel like they're never going to achieve their goals because they've lost their motivation. But it's in my experience that motivation isn't the key to achieving your goals. The key to successful goals is taking tiny, tiny, sustainable, consistent action, which is why I've created the Resolution Rebels. So I don't usually do this in a podcast, but I feel really excited about this and I've worked really hard on it and I want to shout about it so if you're not interested then switch off now um take what you want from the podcast and go and apply it um but if you want to know more if you're intrigued then listen on so I've created this course that can help you if you've previously set new year's resolutions and you haven't achieved them and you're you know cross or frustrated with yourself um if you've started towards a goal, but maybe you found yourself stuck or unmotivated, maybe you know what you want, but you're not sure how to make it work. Maybe you've got no idea about the goals you want or how to achieve them. Or maybe you're just ready to rebel against the messages that say uh, that we're not enough. So as part of this um, course, it's called Resolution Rebels. There are seven modules, 24 lessons and we finish in January with a 90 minute masterclass to help you set your goals and action plan in real time. So if you sign up any time between now and um, the 5th of January, you have access to the whole course. And it's designed to go uh, through at your pace um, in whatever way you want. You can dip in and out. You can do the whole thing in, you know, like, well, probably not one sitting. It's probably too long to do in one sitting. But you can do it kind of in the time that you have. But if actually you're too busy because, you know, Christmas um, and you think, well, I don't even want to think about my goals till January, um, then that's OK. You can just come along to the masterclass and uh, I will be there to kind of walk and talk you through it in real time. If you do do the course, it's a step by step course with over four hours of video tutorials uh, loads of different workbooks to figure out what's holding you back, what's important to you and also what your options are in terms of setting your goals. There's over 100 practical and easy to use resources that you can use to help you choose your goals that work for you. If you sign up before the 5th of January, you get access to the early access module 
um, where I go through a little bit more detail as to why uh, news resolutions don't work and what I mean by the no resolution revolution and how it's helped me. There's also um, the, the framework and all the, uh, you know, the course guidebook and the workbook, uh, which has got everything you need to get started. So actually, you can do it all from that if you prefer. In addition, there's 21 reflective prompts for journaling. And after the masterclass, I will be sending 30 days of uh, prompts, so including daily and weekly planners, habit trackers and just generally useful tools to help you make sustainable changes in your life. The price is £47. Uh, it goes up to 97 on the 5th of December. Now, incidentally, if you're listening to this in July, I will also be doing a second launch, as it were, to give you access over the summer holidays to do a September start, because if you're anything like me, that kind of new start is also ingrained around September time when we all get new stationery and we start back at school. Um, I certainly find I'm most productive September through Christmas in that first term. So don't worry if you're listening to this later on. There are other opportunities to to get on board with the course. Um, what else do you need to know? So you have access to the early bird content from the 1st of December and then the modules will be released weekly in uh, pairs. So you'll have access to modules one and two immediately, then three and four will be released on the 12th of December or, you know, some point in, in July if you're listening then. Um, and then the modules five and six, which are the final two modules, will be released and then the bonus modules. If you are joining the masterclass, um, it will be the 5th of January 2022. If you're listening now, if it's in the future, keep your eyes peeled and I will let you know. You can find out more about this. I can send you the link if you uh, email me, charlie at yourtimetogrow.com or go and visit yourtimetogrow.com. Go to work with me and under there you will find access to all the courses. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I will see you back here next week where normal service will be resumed and I will be talking about something that will be generally helpful. Take care. Hey, it's Charlie. If you don't know me, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. Welcome to the Your Time to Grow podcast, where I talk through common questions I might be asked, share my tips, tricks and experience.